When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, and it's 5 o'clock here right now at my talk 107.1 on this Monday afternoon. We're hanging out with Lori and the one and only... Which, as always, thank you, Brittany, for joining us today. What do we have for this hour, guys? Okay, well, uh, I want to draw your attention. You know, yesterday was Father's Day. That's oh, yeah. right. We never yeah. 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 It was Father's Day, Day to all the dads out there. Yes. And um, Bogo, you need to step it up. That's right. <laughs> and, and my dad was like, "Oh, you know, you're not going to be hungover this year for Father's Day." And I said, "Dad, I'm not. I'm really going to be growing up and not be hungover." With you on Father's Day, because it's always the day after the marathon. We're whooping it up all day. We salute you. Yeah, we salute you. That is impressive. So, Jennifer Lopez, uh, she reposted this photo. I gasped when I saw it. And it was, uh, you know, Mark Anthony, the father of her twins, he had his seventh child was born yesterday on Father's Day. Okay. So she decided not to have him be included because he's busy being a new dad on yep. Father's Day. Okay. And mm-hmm. she shared a daddy appreciation post on Instagram. And it featured a shirtless selfie of Ben several years ago. Yeah. I'm going to say. Yeah. Showing off his abs. And not only his and abs. And tattoos in a mirror. But his muscles, his little v, pelvic. Yeah. The V, the like happy we trail. Are a, we are a, 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 a one pixel crop away of From, seeing something. That's right. That's right. It's right above the nubbin it's where it starts. Right okay? above the nubbin. Okay. And it's, uh, she writes, happy Father's Day, Papa. Uh-huh. You're the best dad I've ever seen. Nope. And then she shared a photo with her father, daddy, her dad, and said, I love you, daddy. But the picture she shows of Ben is so on the verge of being X-rated. All I could think about is that Serafina, Ben's 17-year-old daughter, is texting Emmy, 15-year-old daughter of J-Lo, a series of cringe faces and LOL yeah. emojis. I think you are a thousand percent right. <laughs> I think we all experience that cringe. I'm sorry. You guys do not have a child together. You can go ahead and skip the Father's Day post. And I'm not saying that he's, he's I'm sure he's a great, I'm sure he's a great dad when he's, you know, whatever. It's fine. I don't really have that much investment. But like, let let that let that holiday pass, J Lo. Yes, that's not your job. Post about your own dad. Right. That's it. That's it. You don't need to. You don't need to. Whatever you're doing with Ben Affleck, this photo is not a representation of his fathering. And it makes me so no uncomfortable. Lover should be referenced to his uh, daddy, daddy or pop, happy mm-hmm. Father's especially Day, especially on Father's Day. Day I, I know. 
talk to a baby talk to a spouse or partner. daddy, partner, whatever. I can't stand it. Oh, I, the baby I talk. Oh. I cannot stand oh, it. Oh, oh. Yeah, so I don't know why she would post this almost. It's bordering <laughs> obscene. It's wild. We see the happy trail. We yeah. Do. We see the jetting pelvic bones. This picture is so old. Yes, it's really old <laughs> and it's really weird. <laughs> and it was taken by him to send to her five <sighs> years ago at least. Let me get a glimpse at those horrible tattoos that he has. Oh, oh really just to remind us that you have to deal with that. Oh. I cannot. This is gross. This is a gross. She should be suspended from Instagram for yeah. a week. <laughs> it's a rare misstep for J-Lo. Yes. You know, I think a lot of times she's got a lot of people buzzing in her ears about what to do. I feel like this is J-Lo going, I think I got it this year. Yeah, and the kids are going, Mom, Dad. I mean, think about it. J-Lo and Ben have five children that are ages, ages 11 to 17. Oh, they, they're, they're dying. They're oh. sending this back and forth. Can you oh. even, did you see what your mom put? And it's like, are you kidding, kidding me? me? Like, that's one thing that's uniting those kids, though. Yeah, that's I've, true. I have stepbrothers and sisters, too, and we unite sometimes with how crazy my mm-hmm. mom and their dad is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So at least they have that going for them. All right. Um, Tom Cruise, uh, you know, M MI-17 or whatever it is, opened in Rome today. They had a red carpet and everything. But, uh, Grant, I wanted to tell you, he lost the IMAX bot battle. Oppenheimer will get yeah. a three-week exclusive deal. Yeah, which we kind of knew. Yeah, didn't yeah. So they they moved um, a little bit away. Did that? You might have said this. He moved it up to Tuesday. Mission Impossible. Yes. The release is now up to Tuesday to give him a couple more days. But Paramount dropped the ball on that for them, and Universal won that Oppenheimer screen battle. I mean, that's a big deal that Tom Cruise lost that battle. Yeah, yeah. He's not Paramount. Happy about Paramount. That. I would say. But don't you kind of agree? It's the whole thing is so dumb. Yes. Like, who's going to save the movie theaters more yeah. in July? It's dumb. And, like, I, I think I mentioned this last week. Um, and he was personally calling IMAX theaters and trying to get them to get out of the deal with the Oppenheimer. He's like, hey, Mr. IMAX, Tom here. Yeah, Tom here. He was doing, wanting to do side deals. It's kind of amazing. It's it's sad on yeah. his part to have to do that because you should be able to trust in your studios to handle those negotiations. Right, that's true. But B... If people are diehard moviegoers like myself, and when it's IMAX only, like I went to IMAX for Flash, I go to all. I, if it's an IMAX, and especially Oppenheimer's full IMAX, right? It, we don't even have a screen, a legitimate screen, big enough in Minnesota. The only one that was was the Minnesota Zoo, but it's gone, so it's truly not IMAX. People who love IMAX go to it in the first week or and or weekend. So Tom getting his ten days is going to be enough in the IMAX theaters. Well, and movie going is down like thirty three percent from twenty nineteen, but the market share for IMAX, one of the most recognizable forms, is up fifty percent without adding any new screens. And according Losing to the company on a big budget tentpole. And IMAX can account for like 30 to 40% of overall box office, which is why Tom was fighting so hard because there's only like 900 of these screens in the U.S. And that's why, like I said, it's it's that true that first, that major 30% of those movies comes in those first two weeks, you know, and that's. So he can still get that. He can still get there, but I'm sure he wants two weekends, not one. Or he did get two, but. Yeah. Ah, oh, it's uh, so funny. I love that funny. he's personally calling studio. Tom hey. here. Tom here. But Tom. he he lost it. It got Oppenheimer. We'll have the three week mm-hmm. uh, deal. And so, what are people? Is any reviews from Rome? 
coming out? Yeah, there are. There, he's on the Spanish steps giving interviews. He looks pretty good. Giving, you know, he's always a great uh, red carpet kind of a guy. You know, very enthusiastic, and he's got when he wants to put out charm. He's got it. Yeah, oh, he was spotted at a Janet Jackson concert, yeah. and one of the Entertainment Weekly reporters said, "Oh," and he praised Janet Jackson. So, I mean, he, he's on his grind. He probably has a script. Yes, that's written for every appearance that he does. And, you know, he studies it and makes sure he does the name dropping. Uh You know, I mean, it's all like his life is a movie. He's a great PR man. And then I'm sure in every one of those lists at the top, don't mention Scientology. Oh, that's the key. Just stay away from Scientology and you will be okay. Um, Variety, the first film reactions, he conquers critics with impeccably made, exhilarating action movie. All right. So, is this on your list, Grant? Mission Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, I'll go see it first weekend, and I saw the, my first like real preview of it this weekend at Flash. It looks good. I think he does a great job with this franchise. I'm actually more of a Mission Impossible person over Bond. Yeah, I like Mission. I just I like that storyline a little bit better. He and Macquarie can't really argue with, um, you know, what they do together, and apparently. A lot of the movie is filmed in Rome. Mm-hmm. And I saw oh. on Access Hollywood or Entertainment Tonight, the car that they're in, he and Hallie Atwell, oh. like they just took off the door and did put a camera in. And it was Tom really wheeling and they closed the streets. I mean, it's kind of wild. Yeah. Yeah. I think we learned that he had to take out, like, didn't we learn that he has his own insurance policy because of his own stunts that he has to yes. do? But yes, no, the, the preview I saw was flashy takes you all over it's beautiful and it's action-packed it's gonna be good and, all right you know why are the entertainment people uh, you know being very effusive with tom and everything well you know they all got sent to rome to cover the opening <laughs> of this movie <laughs> i would not ruin it by saying hey I'm do how's sorry doing i mean they're all in rome right now and who's not gonna piggyback some kind of personal trip on the back of that boondoggle. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. You send yeah. me to Rome, I'm going to sing your praises too. Yeah. Anybody. Yeah. You can buy me in a heartbeat. Right. So I'll be like, yes, I love all the Mission Impossibles. Which one are we on right now? I love them. Love them. Yeah. So, and he really, he really does hate streaming. He mm-hmm. really is like, he wants people to go to the damn movie theaters. He's like him and Nicole Kidman. They're both like, come to the theaters. Theater. I know. <laughs> That's I love funny. sitting in the theaters with my sequin shit. They got to stop that. I, they're still running that. At I AMC. know they it's, are. It's so, ridiculous. It's so, that's cringe. All right, listen. We come back. It's time for the alert with Grant. Hey everybody, Lori here for Learning RX and um, rediscover uh, the learner beneath the labels because with the school year being out and you're like, oh, what a relief! I don't have to hear about. I hate school, which really is the kid. your kid is saying, I hate struggling in school is really what they mean. But one-on-one brain training is a science-based program backed by public research. It is not tutoring. It is like a personal trainer for the brain. It gets to the root cause of learning issues. It improves overall learning ability, and it's tailored to the needs of the student. And it's all starts with the one-hour assessment the Woodcock Johnson Cognitive Skills Assessment Test, nationally recognized. Mention Lori and Julia for 50% off. And uh, it will be very eye opening. 952 949 6900 is the phone number that's Learning RX. 
is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Grant, what kind of dirt do you have for us We're going to make this a music-heavy dirt alert right. today. And we're going to start out with, there's a little bit of an update to the story that came out not too long ago about Tom Petty's family claiming that the auction company R&R based in Boston was selling some stolen items oh. of his. And this this was out a little bit ago, but now the, the, the big update is that the Los Angeles Police Department have officially opened up a grand theft investigation into the matter, this according to TMZ. Now, this involves hats, clothing, shoes, and different things that they say were stolen from a storage unit Uh-oh. and put up for auction by some other person. Now, originally to the story, RR Auction said that they had complete documentation of all this, that it wasn't stolen, that they had purchased it legally. But then again, if someone can prove that it was stolen, even if you purchase it legally, it is yeah. not your property. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's true in, on a very basic level, too. Everything, with yeah. everything, yeah. So right now, it is official that police, it, there wasn't, there was just a little back and forth between lawyers for a long time, but the L.A. Police Department has invest, opened up an investigation mm. into the situation, and wow. we'll learn more. But okay. more with our, our auction house, they have a little bit of Minnesota history in their hands right now, and this is up for auction. So uh, for years, the demo tape that launched Prince has been tucked away in an attic at a home for a long time. Well, now, Yeah, so there's a tape. This demo tape was recorded in 1976, and it was recorded at Sound 80 80 Studios in Minneapolis. And this was when Prince was just 18 years old, and he recorded all the tracks. He wrote them, sung them, arranged them, and played them all by himself. And he did get a Warner Brothers contract that was unheard of from this demo. From this tape, yeah. This demo is the tape that landed him his big contract. So it's going to be up for auction with this RR auction house the same company out of boston that is be currently under investigation and this guy whoever someone just had it or found it yeah he had it stored up in his attic and wow. he found it and just came upon it and something that he doesn't want anymore and wants someone who's a true fan to have i would I wonder hope. how much something like that will sell well for, i the would state might want to buy it. that's what i would hope that the estate gets it and i hope that you know uh, paisley park eventually can buy this that would yeah. be my hope but back for example previously auction prints items have sold for big price tags like the original lyrics from the song nothing compares to you mm-hmm. that sold for one hundred fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> so i'm guessing this tape easy five wow. you think it'll be five hundred thousand wow. i would think so because it's so rare because it's the it's the beginning of one of the greatest pop rock icons of all time. Yeah, true. So I can see this going for 500000 We shall see. This is again with R&R Auctions out in Boston. And let's go over to the Madonna world. Now, she has broken another record with her more recent hit with The Weeknd and uh, Playboy Cardi. So the song is called, I believe it's called Popular. Popular. Yeah, we yeah. play that. So on, you guys played that? So this mm-hmm. came out on June mm-hmm. 2nd, and now she becomes... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. The first woman to land placement on the hit list for over the last five decades, distinct decades of the 80s, 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and 2020s. Wow. Just like share. Exactly. Nice. The only share other, is what? 60s? 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, and 2000s. The only other woman to do so and artists and with five. Now, there are a few other people that have like seven decades and six decades, mm-hmm. six decades like Michael Jackson, Paul McCartney, Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. um, the Isley Brothers. They have six decades, and Elvis Presley leads all with yeah. seven decades. That's but impressive. Madonna getting a hit in every decade Whoa. since 1980. Very, very cool. That for is really cool. And we're learning a little bit about her previous relationship with boxer boyfriend Josh Popper. Do you guys remember when this whole thing was going on not too long well, ago? She was like in a jam and we were like looking at the guy and we're like, is this the new boyfriend? Because he looks like her type of guy. Yeah, yeah. And is what's... What's the word? So right now, there is a source close to it saying that uh, she, as a Madonna, made boxer boyfriend Josh Popper sign an NDA preventing him from spilling any of the bedroom secrets. That makes sense. I, I Yeah, I, the dancers, everybody... Yeah, I could see. I mean, this doesn't surprise me at all. Right, it doesn't. So, no. the, yeah, the source said the number one rule of dating Madonna is you don't talk about Madonna. That's right. And you're going to sign an NDA. Yep, no one is more controlling of her image than she is herself. So. Yeah. Good for her, you know? I mean... I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of male and female uh, stars do this. Oh, yeah. They don't funny. want any kissing and telling. No. Is her biggest fear is that it's going to come out that she doesn't want to have sex every 10 seconds? <laughs> That's what she's scared of. She wants to be portrayed mm-hmm. as young yeah. and mm-hmm. constantly wanting it. In mm-hmm. reality, yeah, she's probably like, you just can't tell anybody that I prefer sleep most nights. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that. I'm gonna be... still think of her as a sex queen. I'm sorry, yeah. I got of course, it. But and I that's what it. she yeah. wants you to. Yeah. So yeah. it's curated. So it's, it's working. It's working it's for working me. It's working for you. Uh, Dolly Parton has released two more songs for her rock rock album, and I got a little sample okay, of one. Okay, so, let's listen. So first, the first one released was. Uh, for was called it's she's got Ann Wilson to help her along cover Hearts Magic Man. The new one is called Magic Man Carl version, and the other song is uh, from it's called she. It features Judas Priest singer Rob Halford, yeah. and Motley Crue bassist Nikki Six. So this is right here a combination of the two songs. You'll know definitely where they split okay. up. But this is about forty six seconds. Let's give it a listen. I'm not sure about I any know, of this. I know. Okay, so we reviewed this on Friday. We uh, okay, li- you guys did, yeah, yeah. No, and Grant, this is. I'm so glad you brought this because I actually love watching Lori listen mm-hmm. to this for the first time. It felt a little cartoony. No, mm-hmm. thank you. Mm-hmm. There was something a little like it's almost like a joke of a song. Yeah. Hearing Dolly Part say "Get high," that was a little. Yeah, in, that made me yeah, laugh. But- yeah. 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 I'm not sure how I feel about any of that. It felt very rock opera. And I can't ever, yeah, like, uh, I love Dolly so much. But I mean, I'm slightly uncomfortable, like, even knowing those. That's why Ann Wilson was trending on Twitter for a minute. There you go. There's no song. No Dolly slander around it. Let's acknowledge that that's like, it's like a rock opera. It's almost like we could, that would be a great soundtrack to a bunch of, 
puppets dancing around. It's a crossover from like MTV Crossroads or whatever it was. Yeah. I'm not a fan. Of, I, oh. I love Dolly, but I think we could go without that one. So oh we've got about 40 okay. seconds here. Let's go with Adele. And she gave some private information to some concert goers at the Coliseum at Caesars Palace over the weekend. Uh, that she wears Spanx on stage, and they offer often leave her a little clammy. Okay, <laughs> she said. Right. I, she says I sweat a lot. It doesn't go anywhere, so I basically just sit in my own sweat. And so my doctor said, "You've got some jock jockage. <laughs> you got a baby powder." Adele, Ooh. you got to use some baby powder. But there's oh, yeah. when you're not letting that breathe for yeah. four, five, yeah. six hours, those lights, that mm-hmm. heat, mm-hmm. you're going to have problems. Yeah. <laughs> she ended with, I don't know why the bleep I just told you that, but hey, Here it's we great. Are. You know, Here she's we are. we love about Adele. Jockets, you don't hear about that often turned no. towards women. No, you don't, but it happens. <laughs> but it, ha- it, ha- it happens. Or girl, it happens. <laughs> it does. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you for that. Hey, everybody, it's Lori here for El Burrito Mercado. Well, tomorrow is Tuesday, so that means happy hour Tuesday through Saturday at El Burrito Mercado from 3 to 6. That's $5 food and drinks. It is so gorgeous in there. If It's also Taco Tuesday tomorrow. They serve Mexican breakfast every day from 8 to 11. Huevos Rancheros, breakfast burritos. Uh, chiquiles all day. They've got the deli and bakery grab-and-go snacks. So guacamole, over a dozen salsas, ceviche, jalapeno peppers, chili rellenos, the flan, the tres leches, all the beautiful pastries. They also have deli heat and eat meals like tamales and rice. And they've got the butcher shops. So you can get the seasoned meats. And the marketplace has the best variety of cooking spices and pepper and all the great uh, popular dairy brands that you find in Mexico. El Burrito Mercado, it's an absolute delight. Uh, It's women-owned, first and second generation. It's summer, so people are feeling horny, you know? It really is. It's It's a... It's a biological weather reason for feeling horny this time of the year. I would think so. You're showing some skin. You're showing some skin and sun releases extra serotonin, dopamine, the Mm. feel-good chemicals. Mm. And I just witnessed it up at Grandma's Marathon in Duluth. I mean, there was so much sunshine, so much dopamine between the runners, the beautiful weather, the bands. I mean, it's just a lollapalooza of, uh, you know, Ooh. meeting people and, and having fun. And also, mm-hmm. vitamin getting an excess of vitamin D, like so being outside all day, like at a festival type of thing, it improves our mood. I love oh, yeah. that. It improves everything. Plus, people, if they're sweating... You know, that releases a pheromone. Mm-hmm. Smell. I know, mm-hmm. I know we were very delighted that the shirts were coming off. You're like Pepe Le Pew. You yeah, smell we're like, those hormones. Oh, look at the shirts. And I, so many mustaches. So many oh, young guys back. have mustaches. Yes. They are back with a vengeance. I love it. Man. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't I can't I, I I could grow one, but I have like red hair, so I'd have like the Ned Flanders. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. You gotta have a nice black line, black yeah, dark yeah, mustache. Yeah. But your mere, your beard and mustache uh work yeah. real well. The combo's great. The combo's great. Yeah. My dad has had a mustache since the day I and he has never changed it. Yeah. Never you looked naked. He was he had one without it. Worked, he one without. time he cut it and I was like, What the hell? What the hell? Damn. So 
Yeah, you can watch whole YouTube videos of babies reacting to seeing their dad shave their beard or mustache, and they just ball. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so I thought I would bring you this because Rachel Bilson last week was on a podcast <laughs> and she confessed that she's never faked an orgasm. I and I'm like, it. good for you. Good for you. Good for you. So what would good be some... Yeah, good for you. <laughs> Sometimes we do to get, get things going. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, we got places along. to be. <laughs> but if you haven't... Uh, owned your sexuality. It is a time to do it. And here are a few things every sexy, vivacious, amazing woman should know about sex etiquette before she turns 30. Okay. And we don't care who you're having sex with, men, women, oh, whoever. Oh, God, no. Okay? Yes, yes. Yeah. We okay. just want you to get yours. That's right. However that is. That's right. Alone so, with people, right. plural. Okay, so let's see if you agree with some of these uh, things. Um, ask for what you want in bed. Bless someone's heart as hard as they might try. People cannot read your mind. Oh, that's clutch. So if the bedroom moves aren't doing it for you, Show, tell, and do. We are all open for suggestions. Show, tell, and do. How about that? Both sides, man. I love it when somebody's decisive or they know what they want or like, hey. Yes. Yes. Both sides. We love that. Love that. Open to suggestions. And if you are of the opposite of anti, you know, opposite of Rachel Bilson and you've just been gotten into a habit of faking the big O. Yeah. (laughs) um, There's no shame in it. But if you're faking more than you're experiencing mind-blowing big orgasms and you have only yourself to blame so uh-huh. you have to stop um if you want to receive you have to give you're not okay and selfish isn't sexy and sweetie. that goes both ways both ways men, i'm talking to you men out that's there that's right don't settle for someone who refuses to put you first own your noise <laughs> Okay. Own your noise. Now, own what does that nose. mean? Give it, a good scream. Yeah, if you're like some people are screamers, some people are moaners, some yeah. people are chirpers, biters. Some people. That's right. They Maybe might be those whale noises we heard before. That's right. Whatever you are, be proud. It's yeah. Own your noise. I love you it. Know this. Okay. Um, don't write off someone the first time you have sex if it's oh. not absolutely. Oh God, great. no. It oh, takes God, practice. No. So don't be judgy right away unless the kissing was absolutely atrocious. <laughs> that's, your, uh, that's where you draw the line? I, yeah. If the kissing doesn't work <laughs> it is that, true. it is true. You won't go back. I Got met it. somebody so lovely and so perfect. And they're just they a terrible. licked my teeth. Oh, yeah. suckers. Ooh. Yeah. Licked my Ooh. teeth. And I was like, there's so, somebody out there for you, but it's not, not me. me. <laughs> mm. Like I had a retainer for a long time in my life. I don't need yeah. more action there. Consent, consent, consent. Do not let anybody slide somewhere where they haven't been invited to. <laughs> <laughs> well put, well put. And they better ask you like at least three times before they're doing that. And nothing, is, nothing is hotter <laughs> than when my husband has told me stories about him at, um, uh, what's that rock festival, um, Moondance Jam, where he was like, yeah, there was this girl that wanted to have sex and she just seemed really drunk, so I said no. And I was like, <laughs> 
That's so nice. I, like, that's so hot to me. And it's such like a sad fact that that's our standard that we're like, wow, you're what? amazing. <laughs> but I'm like, that's so hot but to me. But it's not also, it's not the funnest having sex with somebody who's oh, really wasted. No. You know, I mean. Unless like, you're both just completely sloshed and you're a little horned up. Other yeah. than that, it's like one person's there, one person's not. Not there. Um, let's see. What is another one? Um uh, you don't always have to say yes. You hey. might not be in the mood. You can say no. That's a great. You should know this. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I know, but sometimes I by the time right. you're yes. 30, you carry over some of your 20-some-year-old uh, acquiescence so and you say, oh, yeah, even though you're like, it's the last thing I feel like And doing. you can say no at any point. No. Yes. You, you know what? I, I remember when I discovered that you didn't always have to say yes, I realized, huh. The period excuse. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that totally. Yeah, you're like, oh, that one works all the time. My boobs know? hurt. Yeah, uh, yeah that's right. When Lily always tells me her boobs hurt, I'm like, oh, that's oh, the period. Oh, that's it. That's, that's it. the period. Um, uh, Let's see. Your body is awesome. You should feel good about your body and just own it. Whatever. If you're curvy, big boobs, small boobs. Athletic, voluptuous, and flat butt, whatever you got is working for you. Don't let anyone tell you differently, and you should just be love liking it. that. Love that. You got to love, yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. You can handle morning breath, and so can the other person. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. The moment, I think I was like I was far too young to realize this. I think I was like early 20s. Guys don't really care if you're shaved or not. No, <laughs> no, nope, not, not at all. That's literally never stopped a human yeah. man ever. Never. And actually, mm-hmm. we've talked about I, I, it's getting kind of sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's coming mm-hmm. back. It's coming. It's just so funny. And having that realization is freeing because you're like, oh. Also, I think women, by the time you're 30, you should um, buy yourself like pretty lingerie that you like, whether it's that you sex, feel that great you like, that you like. Yeah. Go ahead and buy that. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're not sure if you've had an orgasm, you haven't. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that one is true. Don't be judging other people's sex life because a lot of times people brag about sex that's not happy. It's maybe like the happening. social media yeah. of it all, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, and friends, friends don't let friends stay in sexless relationships. Yeah. We've all needed an intervention at some Ab point. and flow. There's mm-hmm. somebody who's, uh, may or may not have told me to go home and have sex with my husband who mm-hmm. might be in this room. Might be in this room. That's right. <laughs> mm-hmm. My relationship has ebbed and flowed. Yep. Yep. And yeah, in a long term relationship, keep your details private. Yeah. Yes. You oh. do not need to um, talk to your friends no. or, parent. you know, like kind of keep that. If it's somebody important to you, like don't. You don't need, I don't need, like, again, I have my one friend, but I don't need many people in my life walking in and having to think of Justin in any other way than yeah. Justin. Yep. So don't, don't forget the importance of kissing. Yes. And, and going back to your note about yeah. long-term relationships, even in the beginning, because as a male, I have friends that are always like, oh, they meet this new person oh, and then they got to yeah. tell you every everything. detail, show you every picture. I'm like, dude, what if you eventually start dating this young woman? This is Please what I don't told do that. Julia, because she was getting to be a very good experienced dater. But when she met, you know, the guy who's now she's married to and she's like, I really, really like him. I said, don't make any of us meet him. Yeah. Don't make 
any don't bring him around. You date him for three months and you see if you like him. You see if you like him. He married him because don't when you introduce people or yeah. you talk about stuff, it introduces their judgment, yes. the their chorus. opinions, yes. the chorus of things. So yes. just kind of keep it to yourself, and then then after three months. If you want to put a name to it or you want to bring somebody around, but otherwise, you're right. I mean, you just, your friends do get sick of meeting people. I just referred to them by their, wherever they lived. Yeah, I gave them yeah. a lot of nicknames. A lot of people had nicknames. And, mm-hmm. and, and it was nice then to be like, oh, are you still with, yeah. you know, library? And I'd be like, nope. And also, <laughs> just know library. that people don't care that you're not perfect, yeah. but they care that you're a sexual being. Okay. Yeah. So you don't need to point out flaws that you have. No. You know. And no, say, especially not. Don't start out that way. And I have that problem, too, where I'm oh, like, me too. Hey, hey, I know I didn't shave. And my house is like, they're not know. even. No- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this. A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Nobody I've seen cares. that. Is there a roll in Thank your stomach? You. Do you have a zit yeah. somewhere? They're not even nobody's, Just nobody's be sexy. There. And if you have something insecure about yourself, and I talked to a therapist about this at one yeah. point in time, he said, if the person doesn't like you for that stupid insecurity, they're not the person That's for you. Right. That's and right. And so don't let that stuff get in your head when you're having sex. Just have fun. That's Very true. good. All right. We've just been sexual therapists with mindfulness today. There you go. Go off and be horny now. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right, so Grant, you saw The Flash this weekend. I we did. need your review because the movie is basically Hollywood is saying, rut roll, we got a problem. We're yeah. going to have a hard time making all this money back. Big time because, you know, the, the budget of the movie wasn't too high, but the promoting budget of it, as we saw the last three months, where they just kind of tried to edge out Ezra Miller and focus on all the cameos. And that's what I'm going to say my little review, but then I'm going to have a spoiler alert, so I'll tell you that after. Okay. But my review of the movie... Awful. <gasps> awful. Awful. I've never heard an awful from Grant. I know it. It is way too much multiverse. If you even know what I'm talking about, you don't even know what the heck's going on half the time. Ezra Miller is unbearable. Because <gasps> there's multiple versions of himself and he plays two, di- well, two different versions. It's, it, 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 he's annoying on screen. I don't know why the directors and producers are saying they're going to stand by this guy through all of the bad things that he's done because they're saying he makes this film. This film was only made by the cameos. The cameos, in my eyes, are what made this film. I think it's sitting at 66% on Rotten Tomatoes Whoa. currently, which is not a good score. It only made $55 million domestically, $75 million worldwide in its first weekend. Not a good start for a movie that had such hype and such... I mean, you for the last three months, you could not see a trailer for this. And, and you people know, were saying that it was going to be good. And that was it. Everybody was like, this is the beginning of a new DC, even though it's technically not the first movie of James Gunn's run of DC. This movie was made years ago. But let me tell you why I liked it. Now, again, I, the storyline, two out there. It's two back and forth. It, it's hard to follow. And it's just really just it's. Back to the Future times ten, really. That's really? all. It, it's it's not it's not a good plot line. Wow. But I'm going to tell you what I loved about it. It's the okay. cameo. So if you haven't seen it yet, 
and you don't want to ruin the cameo part of this, I'm just going to ask you to turn down for about a minute here. So in the end of the movie, we get some amazing cameos. We obviously know about... Bruce, uh, Bruce Willis, not Bruce Willis, um, Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton okay. coming in and um, Ben Affleck playing mm-hmm. Batman. And then we also get the beginning, a little bit of a uh, Gail Gadot comes in, too, which is surprising because she was technically axed from D.C., but yet they kept her character in there. They also kept her character in Shazam. So in my eyes, I think that there might be some life for Gail and Wonder Woman. OK, they featured all kinds of Superman from the past, all kinds of Batman from the past. The one that they did not include, Henry Cavill, not included in this movie. Complete nonsense because they went as far back as Christopher Reeves. Mm-hmm. We got a hologram of Christopher oh, Reeves. Wow. We got, I believe, his uh, George Reeves from the 1950s Adventures of Superman he was, was the in very there. first one. Very yeah. first one. We also see Adam West, Batman, oh, for a brief second. Oh, that's oh amazing. But the coolest part about it all is the Superman that never happened Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Nicholas Cage comes into this thing at the end. Doesn't do anything. It's just kind of like because they're going through time and universes and you just see these faces. So it's it's just a brief look at all these great people of the past that made these franchises. Okay. But and is it the end credits or part of the story? I'm this so is part confused. of the end. This is part of the end. This oh. is part of the end of the whole thing. That's why I'm saying it's just it's 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 a facocta mess of of time travel that you don't really need to see. Wow. But the, the 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 cool part about Nicolas Cage's story, well I got a second here, this comes from the the Superman that was never made. So this was called Superman Liz by Tim Burton. Tim Burton was going to make this movie in the 90s. And according to Kevin Smith, and they also did a documentary about this, there are pictures of uh, Nicolas Cage out on the web of him in a Superman suit from back in the 90s when he was going to do this. They had started filming this movie, Batman Lives, and put $30 million into preparing the project before it was scrapped and never happened. So Hmm. we never knew... This whole time, remember about a couple months ago, you know, Nicolas Cage was like, hey, I, I would love to play a superhero. I'd love to play Batman. I think that was a little bit of attraction because he knew he was going to get his face and he has long hair. It's a spinning image of Nicolas Cage from Con Air. Think of the buff, yeah. long hair version. Well, he, he did name his oldest son Kal-El. Yes, he did. He's a huge, huge, huge Superman, Superman fan. fan. So he really wanted this movie. But at the end, in the end credit scene, and this is the last spoiler, we get one more version of Batman. Can you guess who it is? Um, I can't. From the 90s. Oh, Clooney. That's right. Oh, Clooney, that's a the solid. Clooney, Clooney was yeah. terrible. I know he was terrible, <laughs> terrible. but he was a, it was a good movie. And I loved that movie. You don't see him in a bat suit. He just comes out of a beautiful Mercedes playing Bruce Wayne, and, oh, and he's yeah. like, I'm here for you. And he's like, wait, you're not the Batman I know, because, again, it's multiverses and blah, oh, blah, 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 blah. But wow. George Clooney comes out dapper with his silver fox beard and his hair, and he's like, hey, I'm Bruce. And you're just like, everybody's like, oh, we got to see George Clooney. So... But the movie's trash. Absolute garbage, and I wouldn't recommend it. Well, the audience on Rotten Tomato likes it 85% to the critics 66%. I have heard I'm every review that. of this movie. I heard This morning I heard a review that sh- the person said, yeah, I, I was kind of, I'm, I'm ready to be done with superheroes. I like the movie, but this is my last superhero movie ever. Really? And then I've heard okay. people say, uh, Rudy talked about how much he loved it. Okay. Yeah. So it's like I've all, all ranges, but I'll tell you what, Grant, I am so in your camp because I'm I'm ready to be over some I'm of the superheroes. Don't yeah, go. Don't. I won't. I won't go. And you've I've never gotten an awful from you, and I take that very seriously. Yeah. Sir.
I was really hyped to see DC come around the corner here and figure out how to to gel with with like I said they brought the past into the present they brought nostalgia into the present and they made it still bad. Do you think that they have a bad case of they read their reviews and then list like or re- uh, react too much to it because it's like if they would have just stayed the course with one joker or stayed the course with one you know, I think it's because they didn't have a singular force running the ship. Just like uh, Marvel has Kevin Feige, I believe his yeah, name is. Yeah. He's the visionary. He's the one that keeps everything symmetric, linear all the way down. Right. And they haven't had that, so they've been all over oh, the place. They've yeah. remade ones with different characters. Yeah, and that has lost lot. Yeah. the connection from the audience to the character, and that's the biggest loss. Well, well thanks, Grant. for those of us who want to bond tonight over bad TV, Stars on Mars will be on 8 o'clock on Fox. <laughs> Juneteenth, a global celebration for freedom is on CNN, and Soul of a Nation Hip Hop at 50 is on at 9 o'clock on ABC. Thanks, there guys. Have a fun go. day. Thanks again. Thank you, Brittany. Julia will be back tomorrow. Grant and I will be here, and we'll see you at the Chan Aston on Thursday. That's oh. right. Joke's on. Oh, you good.